podcast listeners and friends. Did you guys know that September 9th in New York City, the National Down Syndrome Society Buddy Walk is going to be happening? And did you know that the lucky few is going to be there? That's right. We are so thrilled about attending this year's National Down Syndrome Society Buddy Walk in the one and only New York City. It's going to be at Central Park. Not only will we be present with a booth selling all of our gear, signing books, come say hey, but our very own Mason Hope R.B. Avis is one of this year's grand marshals. We are so honored and thrilled and excited. If you want to join our team, and we hope you do, you can meet us there in New York City or just become a team member virtually. Help support the National Down Syndrome Society. Head over to NDSS.org and click all the different links get to team the lucky few and join today we cannot wait to join the party in central park in new york city on september 9th and we hope that you will be there too <laughs> ladies you look gorgeous oh my goodness thank you for saying that because i just came from my workout you heard it i work out now <laughs> <laughs> We're so proud of you. Rose, I want to know more about this. This is exciting. Okay. <laughs> so first and foremost, um, I always blush. <laughs> I can't say the name <laughs> without prefacing that it, this is a real place. It's legit. And it's, n- it's not made up. Not made up. It's not weird. <laughs> it's let's, not weird. let's see. We'll, we'll decide it's about that. called... <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! It's called Sweat Dreams Fitness. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> and when I first told Andy, I was like, "And it's not weird. I've already been once. It's not like a back room." <laughs> Wait a second. Why? Oh gosh, you guys! I want to know so bad when people make up names for things. Like, are they in a room and they're like, "Let's whiteboard it," and then everyone decided. <laughs> or did they legit go off on their own and be like, this is this is going to make it. This is going to stick with people. I mean, it does right. stick with people. Sweat I guess dreams. so. Or was it a joke? <laughs> this is mean. Sweat it dreams. is kind we love of you. It's just geeky. interesting. <laughs> I would say um, the owner is, he's got an accent. He's awesome. And he's kind of cheeky. So I okay. also don't put it past him that this is the name. And it's successful, you guys. And what do you do at Sweat Dreams? It's called Circuit. Oh, it's yes, a circuit it's place. Circuit training. Uh huh. Yes. Thank you for knowing. Because yes. I was like, yes. I, I don't love know, guys, training. but I do. I do too. I didn't realize. That's I great. like it. So you choose an hour. Um. So Monday through Friday, they've got your workout for a full body workout planned for you, right? I don't go Monday through Friday. I go Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Okay. Sometimes not Friday. <laughs> Three times is all you need. And I give myself two. maybe two. <laughs> Three times is always my goal. Three times is my goal. And then, uh, yeah, okay. So three times and then they tell you what to do, which is also what I need. And it's for time increments. And I signed up for their six-week challenge. So I'm on um, – I got started early when I signed up. So this is my technically my week three of working out with them, but only the first week of the challenge, if that makes sense. So I got to be yeah. part of the challenge but do like two weeks essentially for free to start me off. So I have a friend going with me. That always helps. Yes. 7 a.m., Get it. Yeah. I'm really excited that I'm doing it. And it's, and I prayed that the Lord would help me to crave working out. And I do. I'm like, oh man, I didn't get my workout in today. And I kind of kick myself for it. And so then it makes me want to go the next day because I have that option, you know, as long as the class is open. So I work out, Sweat yes. Dreams Fitness, Oceanside, shout out. Oh, my gosh. Okay. After, we've, after we've kind of made fun of the name. We love you. We love you, Sweat Dreams. It's, you know what I always say? Back to school, back to Sweat Dreams. <laughs> back to, they have you to know, know it's say. funny. They, you know I just want to know, has nobody said anything to him? <laughs> 
They have to have said something. I barely can tell anyone. Every time I tell anyone where I work out, I'm like, so it has a wild name. I'm you not kidding. It every time. <laughs> and then I say, oh my it. gosh, this is amazing. <laughs> and when my fir- friend first sent me the link, I looked at it like 20 times. Like, am I saying it weird? This has to be, is it sweet dreams? And it was all like together. So then I was like, <laughs> is it spelling out a different word that I'm not seeing? <laughs> is this an acronym for something? No. Is this, is this on accident? <laughs> what? Yes. <laughs> And this is it. Were they going for sweet? They couldn't no, have been going for wet. This is really dreams. That's now. weird. Sweat <laughs> dreams. Okay. Sweat dreams. <laughs> I mean, you're dreaming of sweating. I don't know. I think that you just go we don't have to, and not talk about it. Yeah. The name too much because it does make me uncomfortable. Now that we've had a five minute long conversation, Heather. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just don't say it that much. Yeah. You just, yeah. I was just going to the gym. That's what you say. <laughs> Just kind of like me right. with inspiration oh porn. And then you're like, oh my gosh. Or you just over it. I'm headed to sweat dreams. Sweat dreams. I'm on my way to sweat dreams. The more you say it, the less it loses, the more it loses its power. Something. Mm. Okay. Well, yeah. enough of sweat dreams. Okay. <laughs> Only person's going to be laughing. Well, nobody will be laughing. I'll just look hot. <laughs> I was going to try and do some sort of thing, but nothing. <laughs> you guys look hot. Yeah. I look hot. We're we can great. skip that too. We can just say enough of that. If you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Okay, friends. <laughs> Let's shout some worth and shift some narratives for people with Down syndrome. Today, we're catching you up on all the adventures we've been up to this summer. We've been busy this summer with camps, family vacations, the NDSC convention, and so much more. We're chatting about all our summer fun. And friends, we're so excited to catch up. Welcome to the Lucky Few Podcast. All right, we're going to read a review. This is timely because um, Josh is our editor. And Josh, you, I really hope you edited out the conversation we had about Micah's microphone. Um, but this review says, just hang with me here, friends. We're gonna, I'm going to get these pieces all put together for you. Stacy Folk says, I love this podcast. The topics are important and timely, and the hosts are so relatable. I wish I had DS mom friends like this. However, can someone please, in caps, get Micah a better microphone? <laughs> Oh, Stacy, honey. <laughs> I didn't see that part. Oh. We just had a conversation about Micah's microphone and how it sounds so good today. <laughs> Almost like Micah, I can hear every breath you're breathing. Can you, can you, can you back breathing? off now? <laughs> but Stacy, I can't believe that yeah you're really a part of this group girl we are your ds mom friends stacy if you are bringing that microphone we are like real yeah. good friends here with you uh, that is i mean we've managed so to be award-winning even with my microphone issues and i just want to say y'all we've tried hard i've tried hard i this is my it's, second yeah, expensive totally. microphone that i've bought i've uh i the one problem is that i'm not married to a podcast person like the other two people in this circle and he can't help me <laughs> and I can't help myself and I live many thousands of miles away and so we're I've just been doing my best for years <laughs> years oh my okay, god Stacy folks since we are good friends here <laughs> and to be my friend you know often what oh. I'm thinking I just also have to say a little pushback I listen to every single episode and Micah you sound fine oh maybe this was like at least at least in the last year I mean I can't think back I can't think of the last time I heard an episode where I was like oh shoot maybe she's not up to date yet yeah maybe she's catching up Stacy are you catching up but then (laughs) yeah Stacy where are you (laughs) where are you at in this journey and our friendship. I really love that, though. So that good. is so funny, Micah. That is so funny. You know what I want to do? 
new segment, friends. This is going to be tricky, but we're going to do it. Try it. What if, welcome to the podcast meeting, everyone. What if we had the person who left the review on for the beginning (gasps) and then we can ask all our follow-up questions and then they hang up and then we go on to our episode? Wouldn't that be fun? Always wanted to be part of that kind of like radio show style kind of thing. Okay, yeah. we've got our listener on. Excuse me, yes. Because <laughs> every so review, good. I have follow up questions for them, or and I want I want more information. Let's try that. That'd be really fun. Okay. It was also cute when they would call in and you would hear their voice. Do you remember that? Yes, that at the very beginning really when we had a phone number people could call. Yeah, that was yeah. cute. Isn't that funny? We could go back to a phone number. We got to figure out how to do a live, something live while we're recording. I don't know how that works because yeah. we're recording in advance always, but <laughs> surely. We can do this. Surely there's something we can do. Stacey Folk, we'd like you on the on the podcast next week, please. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but listeners, this could mic. be fun. That's right. I'm feeling so anxious <laughs> like about it. my mic. I'm doing what you guys said <laughs> and I'm sound. backing away because I'm afraid you're hearing my breath, but... I'm afraid it's not going to work. No. Josh is going to get this recording. Micah, you sound great. And he's going to be like, yeah, you sound great. it. Okay. <laughs> you sound great. Okay. Shake that off. We love you, Stacey. Thanks for leaving that review. And listeners, if you would like to hear your review read here next week or be on the podcast, no promises yet because we're just now <laughs> deciding just that that might happen <laughs> in real time. Maybe, maybe not. You, but stay tuned. Leave a review and stay tuned. Um, you can go over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts and leave a review. It means so much to us. We love your feedback and love interacting with you in these ways. And now it's time to start the episode, everybody. You thought, didn't we already start? Sort of. <laughs> we sort of started. <laughs> jumping in here award winning speaking of award winning winning okay let's talk about our summer which we all got to see each other this episode is really it is the last week of summer for those who have yet to start school and in the u.s guys we just trickle Mm -hmm. in to the school year going slow and there's a lot of would you say all east coast schools start after labor day or do you have friends micah who have started already you know a lot of the private schools now around here start earlier. Um, okay. So that's happening more and more. But public schools, at least northeast, I don't know about like below the Mason-Dixon line. So, mm-hmm. but northeast, it's kind of the culture. Yeah. yeah. So last week of summer, friends, let's talk about how was our summer. Can we start with the National Down Syndrome let's Convention? Do <gasps> yes. Where we won an award. For our podcast. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> it was, was so, so fun. Special. It was. It was so fun, huh? It was. It was really cool to sit in a room with wonderful people doing amazing things in our community and being a part of that. Like I still, I was like teary-eyed at all the stories of what people are doing in our community and that, um, where our podcast is doing stuff too and impacting yeah. the community. That was really special. Yeah. How, how did it feel, y'all, to be singled out and to be in that award ceremony and be recognized? What was going through your minds, ladies? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, my personality is such that feedback I highly regard good, bad, ugly. Mm. Like I really want feedback. Um, and my narrative in my head is always one of which I'm not doing enough. Like I'm not good Mm. enough or I'm too much or it's a real problem. Like I'm not quick to take up space. And when I enter into a situation, I'm like aware of what people, what's going on. I care too much about what Mm -hmm. people think, but I really like feedback because I also want to do the best that we can do. And Mm -hmm. I, I think I speak for all three of us. We think that this podcast is great and we get a lot of good feedback, you know? Right. Um, but then to have one of the largest Down syndrome organizations in the nation yes. um, acknowledge that they think it's great too, it really, it just means so much. Like, okay, we're doing, we're on the right path. Because our our goal is not to be award-winning. Our goal is to put out a podcast that 
that is beneficial for our community and that our community mm-hmm. loves and we're doing it. And so yeah. that's very validating for me. What about you guys? Yeah, I felt the same. And it's so like, I get to see you ladies, you know, and like you said, we get like feedback and reviews, but doing the podcast also feels so like you're talking to the universe and like numbers come in like, oh yeah, we got downloads, you know, but it doesn't like, it doesn't hold, it holds weight, but it doesn't hold as much weight as when you like physically see a person that's like, yes, I've listened to your podcast. I'm like, oh wow, you're real. You know, that's so great. So it felt really cool to go somewhere, like bring Sunflower with me, go somewhere in honor of the work we're doing for the past five years with this podcast. It felt super special. I don't know, just very special. And to do it with you girls, it's a cool experience to share with you too. It's fun. Yeah, I agree. And I think just the the reality that podcasts are still so new, especially when it comes to big organizations who have been doing this kind of work for a long time. I, it just, I think it's hard to, it's hard over time to adjust to that advocacy work can be done in this way, what we're doing. And uh, I think it felt really amazing to see that acknowledged that it matters to people and that it is part of the bigger picture of the advocacy work being done um, in on behalf of people with Down syndrome and um, also a way that self-advocates have been able to advocate for themselves. And um, yeah, it was it was really cool to be part of it. And it was really amazing to wear sparkly dresses that matched you guys, which is something that has been a life goal. Oh my goodness. We stood out. <laughs> it just happened. That was so fun. I, yeah, that just that just worked out, you guys. I know we all in our hearts. I think when we initially said, let's wear matching, like that that was what was happening in my heart is a sparkly dress all in fun <laughs> colors and it works. <laughs> and it happened. Who knew it would happen? It was really there. I did love that. So and it went great with Micah May's Barbie um necklaces, which yes. was so yeah. special. That she so fun. had us wear. It was really cool for me personally because we didn't uh, attend. It was so last minute, and I decided to bring Sunflower so last minute that we didn't get to attend any um, speakers or sessions. And honestly, mm-hmm. I was kind of like, I don't know if I even want to. I don't know how much Sunny's going to be into this. I came kind of thinking that I was going to go to the award ceremony mingle a little bit but then do some different adventures with sunflower but the jw was such a fantastic hotel right with the pool and everything like that and sunflower actually was making some really neat connections with other kiddos with down syndrome and just Mm -hmm. leaving that space open was really huge because this is the first time that i have actually brought sunflower with me to any of these kinds of things. So this is the first time for Sunflower to be fully immersed for like a weekend with um, so many people with Down syndrome. Like for every person you said, I was like Down syndrome, Down syndrome. It was so wonderful. And I felt like for Sunflower, (laughs) that is so not her norm. That's so not the day to day. And she did great and she would want to converse and, And that was really big. It was really cool to see my little 10-year-old acting so mature and, um, I don't know, lively. And then there were some moments where, you know, she would want to play a certain way in the pool. And then a friend, another friend with Down syndrome didn't want to. So there was, like, problem solving, sometimes well, sometimes not. (laughs) It was so cute. (laughs) I liked it. And then meeting other moms and then actually getting to be like, this is my sunflower. Cause usually I'm talking about her, Mm -hmm. you know, and Mm -hmm. meeting other families and their kiddos with down syndrome, but she was with me. And that was really, it was just so special and really, really neat. I love that Merce. I got to be there. Yeah. I got to be there with Mercedes 
and sunny a little bit. And so I got to see, like, Mercedes isn't (laughs) kidding. She's not being dramatic. Like, Sunflower lit up. And it was just so cool to see her respond uh, to just these rooms full of people with Down syndrome. And the way that she just it just she just looked like she felt like she belonged and I got to witness her Mm -hmm. make a friend in the pool and uh yeah it was it was really special it inspired me to be like I'm bringing ace next time we're doing this the last time I took ace to that conference was when he was a baby and uh, Mm -hmm. I think he would just have a ball getting to experience meeting so many people and just watching so many people with down syndrome all around him yeah mm-hmm. the watching I mean, part too right it's people watching we yes. love to do it yeah. <laughs> i yeah. bet sunflower all our kids are like oh ooh, there's a person with down syndrome and she was even touched by the story mm-hmm. that of the married couple um mm-hmm. she was so touched by their story and when the widow came what was their names do you remember the husband who's passed um it was a husband and wife you want me to tell and um yeah will you tell sorry oh no it was just there was an award at the same award ceremony that we received our award at and it was a it was a lifetime it was some kind of lifetime achievement or um something like that of a young man who had been just a beautifully um outspoken and, and, you know, 25 year long self-advocate, uh, showing up in a lot of different ways in our community. And he passed away, I think suddenly in his, um, early forties and his widow was there and she also had Down syndrome and there was Christy. Christy. Her name's Christy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. His name was Austin. Austin. Um, yes, Christy. Yeah, Austin. and so they shared that her they shared his story. There was a video, and then Christy received the award on his behalf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, ahead, it was Mercedes. the best moment of the night, and it was cool because Sunflower, like I felt like she understood. She loved hearing their love story. She could see the, you know, the loss and hurt in the widows sweet speech and she was like determined to like write a little letter and give it to her and Mm -hmm. um that was all on her own it was just really cool I loved that moment so much and she was able to give the letter but not talk to the widow but then the next day the um Christy saw Sunflower and made an intentional point to come up to Sunflower and say thank you for the letter Mm -hmm. I really appreciate and give her a hug and I was like Oh my gosh, this is so, oh, so beautiful. Sweet. It's such a great example for Sunflower. It was just so beautiful. And it was my favorite moments of the weekend was my girl having that interaction, you know, with her community. Mm-hmm. It so it's cool. so great. Friends, if you haven't been to the National Down Syndrome Congress Convention, I really think it's worth it. I think it's worth going. And even... Um, how Mercedes is saying she wasn't even registered. I think if you're not registered that you should still just come for the weekend. <laughs> if you, if you're like, it's too expensive and all that, you can't get the block hotel unless you're registered, but you can stay at a neighboring hotel or whatever. Just being there, being around, walking through the exhibit hall. Um, mm-hmm. It's so encouraging. And yeah, you're just, just that sense of belonging. Like you're with your people mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's a really incredible convention. I loved it. I always love it. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that you were there, Merce. I'm glad Sunny got to go too. Because that was your first time, right, Mercedes, at that convention? It was my very first time. Yeah, it was my first time. And then first time, besides the buddy walk. But even then, like, we haven't done the buddy walk since Sunny was, like, four or five. No, five. Mm-hmm. So um, she's grown so much since then of, like, awareness and socially that it was so cool. Just it, it encouraged me to want to do more of those things with her yeah um for her and with her you know yeah yeah i love it i love it okay what else did you guys do this summer did your kids go to any camps did you have any like experiences that stood out that were good or hard accommodate your kid being accommodated or not things how was the summer 
Ace did a day camp out here. And when I first started looking for day camps for him, I was looking for something inclusive, uh, something just a general kids day camp he could go to for a few weeks and hoping that I could somehow get a one-on-one that I could hire to go with him or we could figure something out. And the more that I looked, the harder it was. There are some camps that are inclusive. And I actually have a friend whose son with Down syndrome goes to just a general day camp where kids are on the boats and doing the crafts and and all of that stuff. Uh, but he doesn't need a one-on-one. He's He's verbal, mm-hmm. he's potty trained, you know, all of those things that are really challenging for Ace. And I just couldn't figure out how to make it work. Uh, and I ended up finding out uh, through Instagram, and I can't remember how. <laughs> there, there was someone <laughs> that uh, I think I said something about looking for a camp or something, and, and a woman DM'd me who lives out here and works at a camp for people with disabilities. And she awesome. she recommended this camp she works out. She was so excited, and we were able to get in kind of last minute for two weeks. And it was really incredible. And I think I was a little bit hesitant because I, I, I want Ace to have more – I mean, I kind of – I'm always going to lean towards inclusive things and less mm-hmm. towards solely for people with disabilities. Um, mm-hmm. But it was something that it was just a really special place. And Ace had an amazing one-on-one who um, has ended up babysitting for us since then, which is awesome. And amazing. yeah, and we, he just, he loved being there and, I am really grateful that I feel like we've made some connections with that uh, that whole community, which other things happen there throughout the year. And and so there's more to come, but I think that mm-hmm. camp will be part of his life at least a couple of weeks of summer from now on. And it goes all the way <gasps> into adulthood. They were like 40-year-olds going to camp, which I love, you know, yeah. just... <laughs> If you want to go to camp, you can go to camp, which is awesome. That's oh so my great, gosh. Micah. That is so great. Did Let's Sunny see. do any camps this summer, Merce? She did. We went to sleepaway camp. So we did family camp at Forest Home Memorial Weekend. And then Sunflower and I um, went with a, a homeschool pod. We're all Christian, but we go to different churches we kind of created, we were indie campers is what they called independent campers where we joined forces with, um, wild rock it's called now, which is their elementary school camp. And we took over a yurt. So it was nine girls, three leaders. Um, so I was a leader and sunflower was such a great camper. We went for the half week, which ended up being pretty perfect. I think cause wild rock it's, um, do you remember Heather those camps? It's pretty strenuous. It's like not family camp. <laughs> yeah, like no, I work for. It's oh, like it's real like camp. activities, 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 activities. Right? Like yes, yes. A I lot. Was like, Woo! It's a lot. It's like you and breakfast is at eight. You end your night game and you're back at your your by like ten thirty p.m. You know what I mean? It's like all. It's camp. Yes. It's intense. And Sunflower did really great. By the end of, um, so it was Wednesday to Saturday. By Friday, and by Friday, though, I could tell she was like, where's my own room? You know, Mm -hmm. like, when am I going to find my own space? And so, like, she went outside of the yurt and went into her acting mode. Because she's very much a, um, like, make-believe. She likes to act her things out and everything like that. She does. Yeah. So she likes to have independent time and she likes to act and, you know, play out scenes and just have her own downtime or she likes to read that. Those are all like, you know, she needs her moment by herself. She's had enough socializing. Um, But other than that, like the girls in the cabin were so like inclusive of sunflowers. She learned how to play down by the banks. 
she had to do a swim test for the lake, which she did not pass, which was kind of hard, but it was also ended up being totally fine because a friend or two would swim around the area she was allowed. And then when they had to do like a pool day, they had to do another swim test if they didn't pass the lake day test. And um, our whole cabin stood on the other side as Sunny swam mm-hmm. and completed her swim test. So she was able to be in the pool at the deep end, go off the diving board with them. And so that was like a real fun, special moment. And Sunflower had a camp crush, this leader named Peter. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> she'd always be like, Peter, and like say hi. And I'm like, and then she'd want to take a picture with him so there's that um it was just a really special experience and they're already talking about getting that group to go again next summer for a short week again so that was it was really cool it was really cool to see her do that and to see it be a a successful experience and then Mm -hmm. we had bbs we had two bbs's which was really neat and then just a lot of beach days. And we did a couple camping trips. We went to Vegas, which is very expensive, even if you don't gamble. Did you guys know that? <laughs> it's very expensive. I thought it was I thought it was cheaper because you can do cheap, but it's cheap to stay at a ho- it's like cheap rooms, but the hotel fees are really high. And then you have to eat not at the hotels too. Like mm-hmm. you even Starbucks is up. Like I, I can't even tell you. I feel cheap saying all this because it just stood out so much. <laughs> yeah, with our family of six, you know, it was. Yeah, you need to like go yeah. out of the hotel onto the strip yeah. and find like a Shake Shack or something. Yeah, you really do, or yeah. just go to In and Out or something, or bring and you bring your own case of water. You guys, this was something we learned. You bring your own cases of water, your own. And we had our own snacks, but like the water thing, I was like, oh my gosh, it's like moving yeah. theater prices for water. Wow. Yes. Time. Vegas. Vegas. Um, this is really an <laughs> aside, but I am so irritated by hotel fees because it we have got to do oh something about God. this as a nation. I'm not joking. Like something has to happen <laughs> that it either needs to be in the price of the hotel per night or we need to adjust the hotel fees. Hotel fees are more than the price of a hotel often, and it makes... Yeah, you're mm-hmm. like, oh, we can stay at this hotel. And they're like, wait a second. I can't afford anywhere. I can't afford to stay anywhere because it's stupid yeah. fees. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That has nothing to do with uh-huh. this. Um, Thank you for yes, letting absolutely. us know. Mar- Mercedes, when you guys do VBS, which stands for Vacation Bible School Listeners, which is a lot of churches, bigger churches usually that have a larger staff and a larger budget, in the summers, we'll do a week-long called Vacation Bible School. And it's like a day camp usually. with a, mm-hmm. Sometimes it's a half day. Sometimes it's a whole day where there's like music and crafts and lessons mm-hmm. and um, and a lot of churches will have it different weeks. I know friends of mine in our community will like VBS church hop and that's what their kids do all summer because it's free and usually very fun. Does, do you go with her or does Sunny go on her <laughs> own? Does she have a helper? She goes on her own and you know what? The days are different or at least San Diego is, it was not free. I don't, I want to go to those churches. Ours is not free. Oh, really? I'm not okay. kidding. It's like it. We got early bird. Early bird was seventy five dollars okay. a kid, and um the and I think it was late bird was like a hundred and fifteen or whatever. It's kind of pricey, but I did not go with her. It's she was dropped off and had um okay. a student helper. Like it was designated to her, or. Yeah, who's designated to her or middle schooler who's designated to her. And I would say last year she had a um a stronger set of people that um were her helpers this year. I <laughs> every time I drop her off, I didn't know where her helper was and every time I picked her up, I didn't see her oh. helper. So I was like like it was almost like the helper was too young and like trying to have yes. a good time herself, you know? <laughs> so um but she survived nothing was negative um because generally sunflower can navigate through those kind of situations pretty well if she's um staying engaged so i feel like um vbs has generally been her jam because she likes the music she likes the games um you know it's nothing really sit down and like write something out so she stays pretty engaged we did camp 
too this summer. We did Hope Heals Camp, which you guys have got to go next year. Okay. And it's with Jane Catherine Wolf, who own an organization called Hope Heals, and it is a disability camp. And so it's any anyone in your family is affected by disability. And they are the king and queen of hospitality. I mean, their heart, Catherine is a disabled woman who wasn't born disabled. She had a brain aneurysm and it left her paralyzed on one side. She almost died. Like she's got this incredible story, but she is a wheelchair. She can um, walk, but she mostly uses a wheelchair. She, yeah, she's paralyzed on half her body and she's incredible. And her, she's got this big heart for like disability. How come in so many disability spaces, things aren't done with excellence? Mm-hmm. And we, the three of us have talked about this a little bit, even like marketing and branding. And it's like, mm-hmm. come on, you guys, there, let's have this, this incredibly high standard, just like we would for anybody, any other people group. So they've created this camp that they've left nothing to be wanted. It's beautiful mm-hmm. and thoughtful. I mean, anything you could imagine that you would need as a family showing up, you have in such an excellent way. And it's campy, like you're sleeping in a, in a big cabin on a mattress that who knows how long it's been in this cabin. You're not like at the Four Seasons by any by any means. You're camping like you're at, in a cabin at a camp. But in terms of programming and details and all of that, they're just they've done such an incredible job. And um, the week we were there, there were 70 different diagnoses at wow. the camp. And incredible. it's just incredible. It's incredible. So it's it really is a sacred space. This is our second year. Josh and I actually were um, pastors of volunteers this year. Last year, we were just campers. But it's really a pretty sacred space. And the stories are just really powerful. This I've never experienced any, any space like it ever. Um, so it's free to campers. It's a lottery system. So in February, maybe we'll have to remember to say something here on the podcast. They open it up and you fill out the application. I think there's an application fee of like a hundred dollars or something. And then you're put into the lottery and you go, if you get pulled, you go for totally for free campers. Don't pay anything. And, um, and it was great. It was great. We're in this season and it's exhausting, right? Like we, we led the volunteers. So I had to be behind a mic ready to share at seven 20 in the morning. And that's East coast. So if you want to do the math, that's four 20 in the morning in my body. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> no, that's in Alabama. It's just two hour difference. Sorry. It's in Alabama. So 520 still. <laughs> and then you go, go, go until like nine or nine 30. And then you want to hang out with friends. And then it's mm-hmm. the exhaustion is like a really gentle way to say it. It's so over the top, but also the best. But my kids are great. Macy is Mason at the NDSC at the the convention as well. She, she, when she gets in a space where there's a lot happening, even when it is catered to disability or specifically to Down syndrome, she, she's very overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. I think it's how I, how I describe it in the way she responds in a space. Um, and that is okay. And really hard for me. So Mm -hmm. camp, I, I felt like Macy was the most extra person at camp. And I'm like, Macy, at the disability camp, you're the most extra? Like, what in the world, girlfriend? And it's really a lot of, like, my – what I have to work out in me, um, opportunities to practice what I preach of, like, our kids get to be who they are in a space. Mm-hmm. And we don't have to ask permission or forgiveness for that. And what is reasonable expected behavior and what's not. Mm-hmm. And so there, while it was an incredible week and the Congress was incredible – this summer, there was a lot of that for me, figuring out um, what, how do I best support Mason? Are there supports missing? Is this just how she is in these spaces? Is this okay that she can be this way? Is it not okay because it's not okay for me? Or is it not okay because it is so unexpected? Like, how much does she need to assimilate? How much does she just get to be when it comes to behavior, right? Like, mm-hmm. the behavior is the thing. So these are questions I asked myself all summer that I don't have answers to and that are pouring over into our school year because we started school weeks ago. I feel like I've been in school for an entire year already. Mm-hmm. And that has so that made my summer not hard. It was just like a layer of something to hold that wasn't light, mm-hmm. isn't light. And is it a season? I don't know. I don't know. So 
that was how camp camp catered to my kids was still still hard for me. And I don't know what that's about. So I'm on a journey to figure that out. Listeners, if you know, send me an email. <laughs> oh, dear. That sounds like a, I would love for us to work through that some more in an episode. Yeah. Of just that I, and maybe even find a, find a word for it because mm. I know exactly what you mean. And um, I don't have the language for that feeling, mm-hmm. but that, that sense as a parent where you feel like you have accepted who your child is and then you come to a place like a wall or mm. a moment where you're like, no, I want you to be like these other kids. Yes. Oh or, I want you to act like this or I want you to experience the world like this other thing. Or I, you know, I'll, I, I take your disability, but can we just like tweak a couple of these things here? Mm-hmm. And uh, that it, it aches in so many ways because mm-hmm. you ache as a parent of like, no, this is not who I want to be. Um, but there's also like that compassion you have to have for yourself and for mm-hmm. your child of, mm-hmm. I know what this world is like and I want you to be happy and accepted and welcomed and loved in this world. And yeah. mm-hmm. um, it's scary when you see things that you feel like, the world isn't going to accept. Yeah. And what, what are we missing in terms of support? Like as mm-hmm. your parent, I want to support you in this. You, my perception. And again, it's my perception is you're very stressed. And with Macy, like you're very overwhelmed and stressed and yet you want to be in this place. What can I do to help support you? And I am the worst at routine. I mean, all the things that our kids with Down syndrome thrive in, Oh, it's not a strong sp- space for me. And going back to school, even like all like the to inf- all the behavior books, everything I'm reading, it's emphasizing like routine, 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 routine. And I, I'm doing my darndest, and it's just not an area of strength. And we're doing it, but do you need more of that? And the whole the guessing game of what what is the missing piece? Is there a missing piece? And then yeah, looking at other kids and thinking, gosh, I wish you could be more like. Or behave more like, and it, yeah, it's such a cruddy feeling. Mm-hmm. It's a feeling. It's emotion for me, but emotions my go-to. I don't ever go to my head. I'm always in my heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's always a problem too. Mm. Anyways, that was a that was a big piece for me in the summer that I'm processing through, obviously. Yeah, and yeah, and wondering going into we have, we have a really busy fall with a lot of traveling and a lot of really fun things. And there's a little bit of like a, oh, I don't even know, like you said, Mike, there's not, I don't even know the words. There's a little bit of like, okay, here we go. This is how it's going to be with my sweet Mason Hope, who is one of my favorite humans on the entire planet. Mm-hmm. And we're just in a hard season. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's always been hard. She's just bigger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I can't pick I her up and move her. Yeah. I was going to even say the teenager part of it too, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah hormones teenager part older so then when they do their behaviors it looks bigger too right like it's so it's more yeah. obvious yeah and yeah. it's less not we were less at the giving but kind of you know it's not five-year-old no it is 16 year, or yeah. no, it's not 16 wait how old is macy 15 15 i was close 15, 15. yeah i mean at the congress there was a moment where everyone's walking to it, like leaving a space and walking and it's just all the people, right? All the friends with Down syndrome and Mason decided to stop and sit down in the middle of the walkway in the hallway, lobby, whatever. And it's like, Mason, I know that like, I know that the people with Down syndrome do this, but can you look around? You're the only person here that's sitting down, refusing <laughs> to move girl. right now. Yeah. Look around. Like everybody's walking past you. People are trying to talk to you. You're being super rude. <sighs> anyway, I feel yeah, I've got that all in me. Well, yeah, that's that. <laughs> we don't have to talk about it anymore. We can talk about it later. We can move on. <laughs> well, let's, I, oh. I think, I hope that we'll have an episode where we can talk about those. Because I've been dealing with, like, big feelings this summer. And we didn't, we, we did travel a tiny bit. We went 
to meet my family in Florida. And Ace and Chris and I went to Maine for a week while the big boys went to camp. But we stuck around here because Ace has been doing a treatment uh, that I want to tell our listeners about eventually. So I hope that we can like share about how that has been. Um, but it's been a, it's required six weeks of staying home and five days a week going into this clinic that is 35 miles away. And, and there's been a lot of expectations for me emotionally of like what this treatment might like how it might help him. It's a neurological treatment. So, uh, you know, holding like the feeling of being a parent and wanting the best for your kid and taking steps of faith and holding that the possibility that things could change or things might stay the same and you are just doing what you can, you know, and, uh, it's, there's so many, we need like a feelings expert to come on here and teach us about parenting when, when there's so many expectations and disappointments and hopes and um, visions and dreams and goals. And like, how do you hold all those things at the same time where you're like pushing your child to do what you believe they can do and still holding where they are right now. And, and it's a, it is a tricky thing. It's a tricky mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I have no answers. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll keep on, we'll keep searching. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. It's very tricky. Um, let's end on this note. If you guys don't mind not to put a bow on it, but a little bit, um, I would love to hear from both of you like a highlight of this thing happened, almost like a good news, like a summer good news, something that happened that was like, oh, this was really precious. Uh, I'll go. We met my mom and brothers and their families in Florida for four days and all shared a house. And Ace is just made for the water. And mm -hmm. he just got to spend every day in the ocean with his big cousins who are all college age and um, high school and he just was thrown around and held mm -hmm. and uh, kind of just the center of everybody's world the whole family time and every time we have time with all of that family I just feel so filled up by how loved he is by how happy he is to be with them and especially seeing him in the water where he can just swim and pop back up and dive into waves and not be scared. It was really mm -hmm. cool. Oh, I love that. Great. Um, Sunflower and Rhodes and Shepherd were baptized this summer at our church. And that Aww. was such a special and fun and beautiful moment for sure. That was the highlight um, of our summer for sure. We at the Hope Hills camp, they do a talent show and all three of my kids signed up for individual acts. Yes. Um, and it was a little bit like, Oh gosh, the Avises have got to settle down here. But I just, I feel so proud they're, like there's areas with my kids that they really do shine yeah. and performance is one of them. And it's no small feat to get on a stage in front of 700 people. Um, and they just do it with so much ease. Like it's not mm. a big deal and it's so fun to watch. So Macy danced just a really cute little dance. And then Augie did a break dancing thing and then truly sang acapella. Um, I love it. And it's just really fun to watch them have so much confidence in that part of their life. Yes. They're just quick on a stage. It's really cool. Yay. Avis fan. And then Macy, we went to a water park. I'm doing two. Sorry. And I have this as good news in an upcoming episode that I recorded with somebody, but we went to a water park <laughs> and um, in Iowa and Macy did every single water slide. And I didn't know that she did water slides. <laughs> oh and like we went up. <laughs> when we first went up, I was like, she like walked straight up and then she was hesitant, hesitant. And then she went and that was that. She did every single one multiple times. She was just up and going around and around and around and around. 
Mike Mason. Oh, Look I at you, love girl, that. on the water slide. It was so fun. That's so August, fun. not so much. Oh, he's like, and no. He's like, oh, okay, thank you. <laughs> well, so fun. So fun. We have good news from a listener as well. Her name is Courtney Rethberry. She says, I am a foster mom to a 19-month-old baby girl with DS, and I'm also a middle school English teacher. I have a seventh grader with DS fully included in my class. A few weeks ago, we did a review spelling bee. My student with DS won the spelling bee. He literally outspelled the entire class. (gasps) That's amazing. The other students in the class huddled around him and cheered him on. It was beautiful to see them celebrating him. Having Will in the classroom has been such a gift to everyone else in the class, myself included. Will, you spelling bee champion. That is so, so rad. I love that. I love it. I love it. Friends, um, if you have a want to share your good news, we love hearing from you. You can go over to the Lucky Few pod on Instagram, leave us a DM or comment in one of the pictures. You can email hello at luckyfewpodcast.com. And we would love to hear your good news and share it here next week. We're going to take a break and be right back. And that's a wrap, y'all. We're going to wrap up this episode. Don't forget, if you are a listener, head to theluckyfew.co. Use code PODCAST. You can get 10% off all narrative shifting gear. It's back to school. Get those t-shirts on. Get your advocacy gear on for drop-off. Well, you might not have it in time for drop-off, but you might if you order today. (laughs) And thanks, Josh Avis, for editing and Ashley Fracolasi for producing this episode. And don't forget to subscribe, friends. We love to hear from you. Check us out at theluckyfewpodcast.com for show notes and all that we talked about today here on our episode. And be sure you're following us on social media. We're at the Lucky Few Pod. And listener, as always, you're slaying it and we love you. We're here cheering you on and we can't wait to be together on an episode next week. Happy end of summer, everybody. Bye. 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 (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.